Welcome back to Top 5 Records Podcast. It's been a while, we know, but we're back. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for downloading, and most importantly, thank you for listening. Welcome back. I'm Goose, host number one. And I'm host number two, Luke. Good morning, Luke. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. Like, it's been a while. It has been a while. Wow. Aaron, thank you very much for singing along with us. Yeah, it's been a long... We took the American summer and the Brazilian winter off. It was just too hot in the U.S. and it's too damn cold here. You see the whole 81 degrees Fahrenheit and about 27 Celsius. It's cold out there, kids. Yeah, just not really. Not really, not at all. That's life here. Well, but to come back, like, full-blown, you know, strong, coming in your face, neck, and chest. Ouch. We decided to pay homage. Pay homage to one of our favorites out there that has ever picked up the guitar, has ever sung a tune, has ever laid out a note. It's uh, perhaps the man who inspired my son's name. I'm not going to say for sure, but it really is. Uh, we, my wife and I couldn't come up with a name for a long time, and she had one name, but it was one of my cousin's names. I'm like, eh. And all of a sudden, she's like, yeah, but what about Eric Clapton? I'm like, ooh, oh, yeah. Eric Clapton. That sounds really good, actually. That's why my boy. Eric sounds really, really a good name. That's why he's Eric. It's exactly the reason why. So today, we say, hi, Eric Clapton. Thank you for your 50 years of music that you've given us and, and that much more in love. We also want to take a moment to say goodbye to his friend, his his comrade in arms, his uh, bass bass player, Jack singer, Bruce, harmonica player, singer songwriter, bass bass extraordinaire, Jack Bruce, who died recently. Uh, you know the 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 bass, the bottom end of of the the cream. So this is dedicated to him. Yeah, like cream was like formative in, in my guitar playing. So it's it's impossible to think about. Any blues guitar player, or at least any blues guitar enthusiast that never listened to it or tried to, to you know, play one of its tunes. It's like, it's really blues mixed with everything else. It's part of my high school vocabulary. It was the, the lyrics, the, the notes, and the, the rhythms of Cream. That's, you know, what my buddies and I listened to. We, we played in our cover bands, White Room. We played Sunshine. You know, that was, that was the music along like with The Who. That's what we, 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 were, we dug. That was what we were into. You're so fucking old. Oh, oh, ouch. In That's, high school? High school. Really? Yeah. It, it, it's not like I was listening to them live. I wasn't going to see the concerts. Uh, yeah. I wasn't that, I'm not that old. Fuck not. I yeah. mean, uh, Luke, sorry. <laughs> okay. I'll I'll pretend that that's true. I always get that wrong. Grandpa. Uh, hey, hey, no. I was born after the Cream disbanded, so I'm not that old. <laughs> but today, it's not just about Cream. It's not about all about Jack. It's about Eric. We're going to cover all areas of, of uh, Mr. Clapton, uh, God, as sometimes he's referred to, his... Um, his career, he's almost, it's been 50 years, I think, since he started. Uh, we're going to probably see uh, songs coming from most of these eras, because today we're not just doing his top five songs, but we're going for the top five deep Eric Clapton tracks we really, really love so much. We and let me start saying, it was tough. There are so many good songs out there that most people don't really don't know really if you're know. the casual fan uh, we, we there are whole albums, albums that people have never heard of, and some of them for good reason. 
Some of them are terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like some shitty. We, we have to remember oh, yeah. for quite a while he was a drunk. So, yeah. and and what do we know about drunk? They don't really think about what they put out there. <laughs> don't really care. So, but yeah. But let let's be honest. He's sober now, and he still, in my opinion, needs to apologize for old sock. That's a terrible album. There's I, a reason why that that album nobody's heard it. It it's not a really good a, a good good a Clapton album. But I didn't think it was horrible music. I, I think it would be a bad Celine Dion album. Yeah, I, come on. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like, Celine Dion and Clapton. Like, the, the worst Clapton album is still a thousand times better than the best Celine Dion album. Uh, I don't I'm like sorry, Celine. all Celine Dion fans out there. I'm sure all, both of them are very I'm, upset. I'm sure, like, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> uh, I'm slow today. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, we not, let's not talk about the shitty. Let's talk about the significant, yeah. the fantastic, the wonderful, the top five deep tracks. You want to go first, sir? Let, let the dick sucking begin. Wow. Uh, I'm going to keep my pants on. That will not involve no, not me. Not your dick, dumbass. Oh, sorry. Clapton's dick. Eric, uh, I apologize for my partner. There will be no actual dick sucking. I will start. Yes. Start us up. And let, let just putting out a disclaimer... Putting this one, this songs in order was tough. Really tough. Uh, eliminating songs from a twelve list was tough. We should uh, mention that we decided to to take deep track as meaning not having appeared on a greatest hits album. Uh, the box at Crossroads doesn't count. It's four four it's CDs, basically but everything. Yeah, staying off the the the, the greatest hits albums. Off um, greatest and that makes hits. It a deep track. That's um, our opinion of it. And, and, and a little bit more. Some songs that are not there, we still uh, uh, talking. We figured out, okay, yeah, it's famous enough. It was an encore in that concert. So uh, uh, that makes it a little bit of a famous uh, song. And, of course, the obvious, like, if by any chance cocaine is not in the greatest hits, it is. Oh, yeah. But if it wasn't, not on the list because it's too too famousy. I think you need to stop caressing the balls and start sucking on the dick and, and give us your top five here. Well, so in not a particular special order, I will start with number five with a song from 2001. I mean, not the song. I think the song is older than that. But it was recorded in Reptile. Your favorite album, right? I love Reptile. Yeah. And it's called I Want a Little Girl. Hmm. Oh. I don't really know if it's kind of pedophile or or if he's talking about wanting a daughter uh or or that's just how he calls his his lady but the song is so so well played like the instrumental part of it is so so you know endearing and and the the guitar in it it's just damn perfect there, there's not not a lot to say about it. I, not. I, I'm I, I'm gonna let our our audience know that none of my songs will be questionable as pedophilia related <laughs> songs. Um, just thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, it's a great song. Yeah, it's great song, great album. So good to listen to. I, I, so so fun to. I listen love that to. album. 
The, the album, the whole, the whole Reptile album is a very fun album to listen to. It is. Uh, you should be out there buying it and listening. You should, I almost am willing to say shut us down and listen to it and then come back to us, but no, I would never say No, no, do it after. Yeah. We're, we're not a long podcast. Come, come on. It's, it's, it's not a two-hour Kevin Smith podcast. That's true. That you have to pause to get the references. You can wait to the end of it and then go listen to all these albums we are talking about. Uh, what did you put at number five? Nine, number five. I decided... I had also trouble coming up with an order, and I thought about going chronological, but then I decided to, to just go with my top five. Uh, but I am going to start with the oldest song that appears on my list. It is by The Cream that we earlier discussed. It is a song that is uh, literary and beautiful. Tales of Brave Ulysses. I, I fucking love this song. I love the song. Did that not make your list? Oh, I don't. I, 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 I mean, like, I didn't you're put groaning. Cream like, you're groaning. On my like, list. I didn't put cream on my list. I used only Clapton's ah. uh, single career, just because it would just put more songs for me to try to eliminate, and I, I, I was lazy. Tales of Bravey Lucy is just is such a great song. I love the lyrics that go along with it, and, and the vocals, and and Jack just rips it and and ginger, everybody you know the, the you know the you know the people in cream yeah. i don't need to go through and, there and when you say he rips it or claps and rips it or ginger rips they do they do it every song absolutely it's but like, tales of bravey lucy's is just such a great song i love that song so that was i remember hearing that in high school and being like eh, i don't really know about the song and it's, too, it's not white room man i'm like oh years later i was like what an idiot i was still am but even it, it's an odyssey idiot. of a song literally yeah. it's it's a nice reference there. Yeah, right? Go back and pause and find that reference if you don't get it. Come back. <laughs> uh, so five for me, Brave Ulysses. You know, you can't go wrong with, with that deep track from The Cream. Yeah, impossible to. In, really, really impossible to. Well, then I jump simultaneously to 2004 and to the 30s, or maybe the late 20s. Uh, for me and Mr. Johnson, I know you don't really like the album and you don't really like Robert Johnson but I think that's the first time you truly had the look in your eye that you wanted to kill me when I said Robert yeah. Johnson was overrated yeah it, 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 our it's friendship not almost, he, our he, friendship he, almost he, ended I think at that he, moment he's also a drunk and he doesn't know exactly what he's talking me? about I, I'm really pushing for his sobriety you know trying to put him on rehab I actually tried to call Clapton to send him to Crossroads in Antigua I don't know what he's talking about, but... Saying Robert Johnson... When when I said to Clapton that he thinks Robert Johnson is overrated, he just uh, forbidded Pete from going to to his rehab center. So he continues to be a a consciousless drunk. drunk. Terrible drunk I am. Yeah. So which which tune? It was difficult to choose one because as Clapton songs, they are all deep. True. That's true. like for m- most Clapton fans and everything. Unless you're a huge blues guy, uh, 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 all the songs from me and Mr. Johnson are deep. But I chose the Red Hot. That's <laughs> a great song. It's it, so different from awesome everything else. Me. I love that song. All different, diff- like it's it's. I never saw Clapton playing anything like it before. Yeah, it's so cool. And and the lyrics are fun and like trying to understanding it. <laughs> At first was 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 tough for for those who doesn't don't remember. I'm a Brazilian guy. I struggle sometimes with with English language that I teach. So you you see how good a teacher I am. The best, <laughs> the best. And they're hot, red hot. It's so also fun and 
it, it's a song that I, I, I listen to when I have something to celebrate and, and I play along in my ukulele just because it's one of the few Clapton songs that a ukulele can be added without sounding ridiculous. And, and I'm sure you people know that mostly ukuleles sound ridiculous in everything. Except Hawaiian music. Or George Harrison songs. Or some of George's songs loved, that he composed he to play you. in the ukulele. Red Hot uh, is a great song. Amazing, amazing song. 100%. But I have to give a shout out to the whole album. If you can go there and listen to, to it. It's, it's, it's not exactly the same songs that Robert Johnson recorded. It's like a, a completely different take. A completely different view on it. Uh, it's... It's Clapton making those songs his. Uh, go there and, 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 and check it out. And what do you have for number four? My number four is going back much deeper into the, the time frame than 2004. It's from 1977. It's one of his more famous albums because of the name, Slow Hand. He uh, became notoriously known as Slow Hand because his movement was so fast it looked like he was actually moving slow. And it had the huge hits, the aforementioned Cocaine, Wonderful Tonight, Lay Down Sally, three true Clapton classics. But there's a little ditty on there that runs in at a brisk eight minutes and 45 seconds uh, called The Core. Oh. He just, it's one of those songs that never gets played on the radio because it's too long. It's so much of it is just you know grinding out the guitar, but... Uh, when you get the backing vocals, you get the, the the chorus. You get his playing for like you know four minutes on there, just a solo, and the chord just rips rips me apart with that. I I love listening to the chord over and over again. Uh, just released a couple years ago, the 35th anniversary. You know, there's always an anniversary of something. <coughs> the 23rd anniversary. <coughs> are you done? Are you yes. are you done being I'm sick? I'm so sorry. Son of a bitch. Time to talk. All right. There's always an anniversary, but they put out a 35th anniversary of Slow Hand with some extra tracks and uh, some live stuff, but it doesn't, doesn't get old with the core. You know, it's just, it's, it's always there waiting for you, and it, it sounds so good every time you, every time you, put, you pop it on there. Uh, there's a live version from the second Crossroads box set. It doesn't do justice, I think. It's one of those rare occasions where I think the studio is much better than the live. So I'm going with the core, number four. Great. Core is four. Great, great song, great, great album, and and really, I, I, I don't really know why didn't I put that on my list, but uh, so many possibles, <laughs> yeah, not, so many jokes, so many, so many freaking uh, oh. songs to do it. But now let let's go to my number three, and and this one I I know you know it, and it's a great, great song, and now I think I get mostly too long. Long ass uh, uh, songs. No, there, there is one that is back to a normal uh, 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 length, but it's "Old Love." Ah, my number three also. It's wait, hold on a second. There's lots of versions out there. Which version is yours? Well, the the version I really really like. It's it's I think live on the One More Car, One More Rider tour. If I'm not mistaken, the DVD. Nights. You you had 24 nights. It's on 24 nights. It, I don't think it's on One More Rider. Uh, I, I would have to like check. 12 that. or 13 minutes long. Oh yeah, yeah. The, that's the 24 nights shows from the early 90s. 
Okay, uh, if you say so. I'm looking at I, it. My, my memory is... Shot? Terrible. Useless? It's bad, just bad. <laughs> I thought it's because you're drunk. See, um, I'm not the only drunk here. I, I went with the unplugged version. The unplugged one? The unplugged version is like eight, really? eight minutes long. This the really great um, guitar solo with him just to, you know playing on, on, on the acoustic and, and Chuck Lavelle playing the piano. And the, uh, there's a great little piano part of the song that just 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 tears me apart. It's just the soulfulness in his playing is so good. Uh, and I, I like your version that you picked. Yeah. It's, it's a good version too. But I, I it's like it's a the, long, long ass version. Yes. It's like so. The solo is just so long. It goes forever. You think the song's not going to end, or he's just going to, to you know slip into another song and doesn't like d- never go back. No, but, but I, I I love the unplugged. Just the, the simplicity of the song and the whole the band. You know, you got Ray Cooper hitting the the the. The, the little tambourine in the yeah. background with his little True. shaky, uh, you know, movements that make him look like he's got some kind of neurological disease, <laughs> but it just works for the for the whole performance. And then, like I said, Chuck Lavelle, uh, old love. You know, it's funny when you said when you said I was like, ah, it's the best song. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's not best it. song because it's my number three, but it's so good. I love that one. Yeah. Uh, great call, excellent call. I knew it. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> Well, so let's go you. to number two. So You're number two. You now, go, we, we, we both hit three. You can go, I'll, so I'll, you I'll, can go number two. We'll switch. So, All right, I'll yeah. go for two. Um, I'm going to go back to an album you've already talked about. Uh, you mentioned it's one of my favorites of maybe, maybe my favorite solo Clapton album, the Reptile album. Uh, there's a song called Broken Down, a nice little slow groove that just kind of that kind of pushes the, pushes the envelope of the song. Uh, and you got some good backing vocals and Clapton's. You know, the, the clouds are crying. This is such a great image. I don't know who wrote the song. I, probably he didn't because he wasn't writing much by then. But the clouds are crying. It's broken down. So good. I love that song so much. I, I, it's, I have a short list on my iPod of songs I can listen to over and over again. Out of like 33,000 songs that I have, there's a list of like 75 that I have. I could just listen to over and over again, and that's on there. It's one of the... Probably the only Clapton songs that I put on there because I try to spread it out, and that's the one that I can just do over and over again. It's so good. It, it, it is an it's an amazing song. Not, not really my my cup of tea. You know, I'm a blues guy. I, I really like Clapton when he go roots. Right. But it's it's right. an amazing amazing song. As you said, the the slow groove is the best description I've ever heard of it. It it that's what it is. It it's a groovy tune, but Slow and, and and emotionful. Yes, Rex. Just it, Rex. It, it's 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 just so so great. Give us your two. Go go. Ah, uh, my two. I, I uh, my number one and two are so difficult to to spread apart. But I, I will go first to the one that you might laugh about <laughs> and make uh, fun good, of I, me. Usually, our our conversations end up a lot of cursing or yeah. finger pointing or laughing. And so far, it's been a little bit it, of a love it's been fest. such a peaceful podcast. I I, I'm. I'm I, I don't know what's people happening. Are, people are I think we really missed this podcast so much. We just, we, we, we're just, we're just we, dying we're off for it. some we, love we, from each yeah. other. We are off it. We, we, we don't have the hate we normally have from our daily uh, uh, talks. I think either people out there are like, oh, they're finally being nice to each other, or where's the hate? I love the, the blood spewed everywhere. Yeah. Punched through the nose. Well, let's see if this you Brings know, it out. works it. Uh it's from Money and Cigarettes. 
Um, overall, not a highly esteemed album by no. Clapton fans. He was deep into drinking at that point. He was deep into drinking, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Albert Lee was doing much of the job. It, I know he was yeah. touring with him at that point. I, I don't know about the. I don't yeah, know he was. He was in the album. Uh, Money and cigarettes and uh, another ticket. Yep, both early '80s. Both are Albert Lee's uh, guitars and vocals sometimes. True. So what? What uh, are you giving me here? What's number two? What am I going to punch you in the face for? Cross cut. Cross cut saw. Cross cut. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's cross cut saw. There you go. That's it. Well done. Congratulations. Pronunciation one hundred and one. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Keep in mind, I'm an English teacher, people. <laughs> we're all a little embarrassed. Tell me, what, yeah, why, why? It's, it's just such a fun rhythm. It's, it's a, such a great song to play guitar with, you know, trying to solo it. It has a really interesting uh, 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 beat. It has a really interesting rhythm going on. And the rhythm guitar on it, it's really, really good. You can... Really see Albert Lee's influence on on the whole uh, 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 shebang when 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 you see it's it's really you know a hillbilly kind of countryish kind of tune, uh, but trying to keep a little bit of Clapton in it and and it's just so amazing and so different uh, such as uh, uh, Red, uh, Red Hot. On on the Mr. Johnson album, uh, Crosscut song, like it's so different and so off everything else that it sounds really amazing. I, I don't know the particular version. I think I saw Clapton in '94 on the that, or five maybe at that point the uh, from the Cradle tour, and I think he played it live. Yeah, but he plays a, a little bit of a different thing. Yeah, and I remember he, he plays it more bluesy after yeah. after he got. Yeah, and I remember so. a friend of mine, Stoner, had told me about this, the set list, and I was waiting for that song, and I, I remember thinking like, oh, okay, I, I I just I'm not familiar enough with it to, to punch you in the face on this one, so I'm, I'm going to give you a pass. <gasps> I know, I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys, we tried. Uh, we try. Uh, number one. What did do you have for number one? Uh, my number one uh, goes back to a little group that Clapton played with for one album. Uh, was trying to hide from the world inside this band uh, called Derek and the Dominoes. Went with a song for my number one, the best un underknown, underperformed song, Any Day. Oh, so good. Really you get some backing vocals by, I think it's Bobby Whitlock, the, the, the keyboard player. Um, and my favorite version is uh, about five years ago, Clapton played a couple concerts with the Almond Brothers when they were celebrating 40 years. And there's a version Clapton came out and played with um, the brothers and Susan Tedeschi, the, uh, the wife of uh, Derek Trucks. Derek Trucks. And she sings on the background vocals with him, or I guess sings the the Bobby Whitlock version uh, part, and it just it's so amazing hearing uh, Clapton's voice on this song, and then that version, which you know I'm sure you can find on YouTube, but with 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 Warren playing, Derek playing, and uh, and Susan singing, just. Just Susan's voice so, is amazing. She's got such a great blues, blues voice. Blues voice. It's a blues voice. She, I don't think she can sing anything else. Yeah, and she doesn't need to. And she, and she plays a really good guitar, guitar. too. So, 
she was born to do it. And 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 the, it's funny because like when I think about female blues players, we we we've got to do a top five of those. Uh, but most the the name that comes to mind always is Bonnie Raitt, right? Well, she's another great blues, yeah, yeah. No doubt. She she plays great, she, great blues. Just to make it clear, and she has nothing to do with the song whatsoever. No, nothing to do so. whatsoever. But the second name that comes to my mind, like immediately, is Susan Tedeschi, and her voice and everything is so great. I'm not sure, but I think I just heard if we did the top five blues women, I think we just heard your number one and number two picks. Uh, maybe okay. No, no, there, not really. I, I, I really there's have a list with of better blues pay- players, but they are not famous at all. There's your bonus top five records podcast. A, a top within two, the podcast. A top, top two, two blues blues singers uh, uh, gals. Yes. Uh, go find the YouTube clip of of Clapton playing with the brothers in in 2009. But uh, you know you also had the whole concert. The it's whole show. Worth you it. can download it's the show for like 15 bucks. And there's five or six. He, no, he plays for like uh, seven or eight songs. But go yeah. find the original. Go find Derek and the. He Tom plays Lewis for so I good. think seven songs. Maybe four of them he really sings and he's more active. A couple he just you know does the guitar. It's it's amazing. He does play. Uh, I'm pulling the, the show up. He plays with the brothers. Uh, uh, let's see here. Key to the highway. Dreams, Why Is Love Got to Be So Sad, Little Wing, Any Day, and Layla. Uh, yeah. So six songs, and he's singing lead on four, four or five of them. And the next day he plays also, and he plays a whole other set, Key to the Highway, Stormy Monday Dreams, uh, Elizabeth Reed, Layla, Little Wing. Yeah, just go find them. Just stop, stop your whining and go find Clap to Play with the Brothers. It was a truly magical moment on stage. Um, at the Beacon Theater in 2009. So there you go. Any day. It's nothing better than that. Go. Okay. My, my number one, I go to my favorite Clapton album. It's From the Cradle. It's a blues, blues, blues album. It's like, it, it, it doesn't get bluesier than that. And he's in his peak as a blues player, in my opinion. His souls are... Perfect, uh, like everything is, like just perfect. Uh, it was '94, so he was not sober for long, and it was six, seven years maybe. At that point. Yeah, less than a decade, and that was like after uh, uh, he lost his son. Yep. You know, after uh, 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 divorces and everything. Like I think he was single by then. He he hadn't met. Uh, his wife uh, yet, if I'm not mistaken. And he plays everything with such a passion, with such a, a, a drive to, to, to be a real awesome blues player that it's just amazing. So what song? There's a... a, a, a I'm going to get there. No. There was a TV documentary about it, uh, Nothing But The Blues. And the whole documentary is uh, filled with videos of him playing those songs from the cradle live, and it's amazing. And which song in particular was he playing? Stop being such an ass. Stop pontificating. It's uh, it's this last song. It's the number 16, Groaning Blues. Uh-huh. It start, the first three seconds are enough for you to want to listen to the rest of it. You know, he 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 plays just like it's it's a one note, uh, 
uh, repetition, but you know, playing all the strings, so you you feel like a, a, a bunch of clicks before getting to the note. It sounds like a, an engine starting or something. It's uh, it, it it just gets you hooked, and you listen to the whole song, and it's just so damn amazing. Uh, it's a Willie Dixon song. It was performed famously by Otis Rush, but the Clapton version is just as awesome and great. If people were uh, hoping and holding out for some bloodshed, I think we're going to find it finally here. Uh, I'm not going to disagree about the song. Uh, I, I don't know the song in my memory well enough. And, and I like the From the Cradle album uh, in terms of the songs and his performance, but I think you are horribly mistaken, perhaps idiotic, perhaps brain-dead in saying that this is his greatest blues album. To me, his greatest blues album is Layla and Assorted Love Songs because it's he doesn't play that many classic blues songs on the album, but the pain in his voice from his love for uh, Miss Patty Boyd Harrison, Clapton, whatever, uh, you know, that was the, 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 the push he needed to make this album while he was, I think at this point, still pretty deep into the drugs. I know that there were lots of drugs going on. I don't know about the heroin at this point in his life. I, I don't remember because this is like 71, 72 or so. Yeah, it's such a hazy period. Yeah. And like he remembering when he started everything and when we quit. And when you get to uh, listen to... He quit just before Ocean Boulevard. Wasn't talking. Why? <laughs> you can interrupt me, but I can't interrupt you. Finally, we've come to an agreement. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, fuck you, Goose. <laughs> uh, bell, you got Bell Bottom Blues. Keep on growing. Nobody knows you when you're down and out. Um, I am yours any day. Key to the highway. Have you ever loved a woman? Hendrix classic, Little, Little Wing. Of course, the, the, the title track, Layla. Thorn Tree in the Garden, the voice that he... Well, he doesn't sing Thorn Tree, but um, the, the voice that he comes up with in, in these songs, to me, is where his blues voice comes out because he's just dying. He's dying for this woman, and he just can't find the way to figure out how to make this work. And I think I read re really recently how he, he had wished he didn't end up breaking up the Harrison's marriage. I, I feel like I read this literally, like, you know, in the last week, but... It, uh, and but to me, it gave us Clapton's finest album. And yeah. at least musically speaking, uh, him managed to break the, the Harrison's marriage. It was not really good for him. No, uh, like his music suffered for for a long period of of in uh, inconstance. But we like, got he wonderful do... tonight from from you know the whole songs about him waiting for for Patty to get ready for some party and he turns into one of his most popular songs. True, true, true. But Le as Layla. you said, his pain was a great drive, and that's what I am happy for because we get to enjoy his pain with him by listening to a fantastic album. I, when is. I was a, I remember years ago being even more of a big geek than I am now. Hard to imagine. I used to. My friends and I used to. Were talk you bigger or geekier? Geekier. Okay. I was thinner at the time. Um, I'm much heavier than I was, you know, 20 years ago. But we used to carry like, a t or at least I did, and a couple of my friends used to carry like our top 10 albums in our wallet because we didn't have a cell phone to be able to keep like a 
cute little list or our iPod to be able to open up and look. So I used to carry around a list of my top ten and be able to have a conversation about it with somebody. Uh, and I remember very vividly that Derek and the Dominoes, you know, the, the list rotated around a little bit, but Derek and the Dominoes stayed near the top as my favorite album of all time back when I was like 22, 23. And it might not be number one anymore. In fact, I'm sure it's not, but it's, it's easily my number one Clapton and it's easily still top ten. Uh, you can't go wrong when you put that album on. It's, you know, you it, it, it is a great album. I still think his blues playing got better after everything. And I still think From the Cradle is better. But I, I cannot argue that, that, oh, that's not such a great album. It is such a great album. Everything Pete said, it's true about it. And I'll his give you pain the- is real. The, 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 his playing is so heartfelt. It, it's it's really really good, and I give you from the cradle of being a great great album of of collection music. Uh, I mean, for me, it just I, I'm not the big blues fan that you are. I like blues, but it doesn't it doesn't do that much for me. I can go without it. Uh, but you know, Clapton's playing on there is really good, and the recording style that they did of truly live takes. I think they did like one song with some overdubs. Even the vocals were usually I think live. So. Uh, it, it's it's an, it's a great album. I'm not going to deny it, but I don't think it's the best blues album. So, well, that's it for today, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you go there, listen to all these albums, to all these songs we talk about, listen to everything else, listen to everything Clapton has to offer because he is a great, great musician, and especially we love you, Eric. If, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are. Uh, we yeah, as always, he he always you know sends a text afterwards like, oh, great show, guys. Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing how how much he really he just he he's asked to come on the show, but we're like, dude, you know, well, there's only two microphones, so I'm not willing to give mine up. I don't know about you, but I yeah, no, no. he's not worth not it. not really, and you know, and he doesn't ever he comes to Brazil. We want him to play music, not to really talk right. about it. We don't care about that. Uh, he comes to Brazil a lot and plays like every tour, but he's never played in Sifi. And now that he's approaching 70, I know he's planning on not touring anymore. I don't know if he'll do one final big tour, but I don't plan on being able to see him down the street here yeah. ever. So. He, he, he'll probably do a final big tour, but yeah, I don't think he'll come here. Probably not. He'll, he'll probably not come to, to South America anymore. I don't know. He, uh, he usually, if he does a big enough tour, he usually hits Rio, yeah. Sao Paulo, uh, you know, Buenos Aires, and uh, Florianopolis uh, or uh, Belo Horizonte. He often plays three or four cities. Uh, three or four Brazil plus Buenos Aires. That is in Argentina, and uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes they also play in uh, Peru. True, but so Eric, when now that you're listening, he's a really tired old man. He's so a tired I, old I don't man. really, I don't really old. know if he's going to do a final. World tour. I think he he might do a final American tour, Eric, maybe a final Europe. If you're listening, please come to his CP. We will figure something out. If you want to come on the cat on the podcast, we'll 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 buy a third microphone, or maybe you know you're yeah. playing concerts. Just bring one. You know, bring bring your microphone from the from the from the stage. Sorry. Or yeah, I, I have room in the mixer. Yeah, we have another. We have another. I'll have to figure out how to turn on a third mic here, but <laughs> we have it. We have an extra chair here at this table waiting yeah. for you. So we do. Come on down. Literally. So uh, thanks, everybody, for, for giving us a listen, uh, giving us a spin, as the records used to do when the kids used to play them back in the day. Uh, we really appreciate everything that you, uh, you do in terms of feedback for us. Uh, we love hearing from you. Come find us at Facebook, 
uh, and uh, like our page and like our podcast and give us some feedback. Tell us what you think, good or bad. It's okay. We'll take it all. We'll take that punch in the nuts. It's okay. And right after this one, we are going to already record the next one, so so you won't have to spend such a long time without us again. So see you guys in two weeks. Ciao. Ciao.